0: How are we doing, guys? Welcome back. This is episode six of the Noseweed Seats podcast. I'm your host, Matt Fiore. Join me as always, my co-host, my boy Liam McKay. Yep. Liam, how we feel after last night's game?
1: Uh, you know, it was definitely... There was definitely a football game that happened. Um, mm. But, you know, it was a good good match for the most part. Um I enjoyed the game from start to finish. It was really entertaining, but um, you know, me and you were both wrong with <laughs> a lot of the bets. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. The the score was a lot. I mean, that game was a lot closer than eleven points. Like just because that last Absolutely, garbage yeah. time touchdown, but. <laughs> I enjoyed the game. I thought it was very good. I do not think Mahomes should have won MVP. I thought it should have went to uh, Williams. But mm-hmm. um, all in all, it was a very good and entertaining Super Bowl. And, you know, it's just the talk now is, uh, like, what's the ceiling for Mahomes is he's mm-hmm. just on this career trajectory that, I mean, we haven't really seen before.
0: I mean, yeah, we were we were definitely wrong, but I think, I think you had it right when you said the Chiefs still have the best player on the field, and that's kind of what went down. I mean, he, he he came out pretty slow, and then took him it took him and the team three quarters, and then once once the fourth rolled around, I think they locked in and they just showed how how powerful and dominant of an offense that they can be. I mean, given the the 49ers blew a couple coverages, um, I think the Hill play changed that game. I think that just swung all the momentum back towards the Chiefs and that Watkins play against Sherman I mean Sherman had an awful game Sherman got exposed a a bunch of times and most people I think thought that he would be a deciding factor and he was just not I think he had he got exposed more than once Tyreek broke him on one play and then he got beat on that inside route to Watkins and then kind of missed the tackle on Williams that resulted in that touchdown. I think he was exposed a lot, like I said. But, yeah, I mean, we were wrong. I think that the the 49ers couldn't really just fully get anything going. I mean, they were they were relying too much on those, those end-arounds and those trick plays to Debo, and I think that that's really all they could do and manage big plays off of. Everything else was just kind of – couple yards here there the run game never got started but yeah the Chiefs just hung around hung around hung around and just came down to the best player like you said like you pointed out a couple episodes ago
1: yeah it's just um the 49ers issue is they just couldn't get those points to really put it out of reach uh granted I mean 10 points doesn't sound like a lot sounds like a pretty easy comeback but uh, that's like tied for the second largest comeback in Super Bowl history. So I mean, like it's just the forty ers had opportunities to put the game out of reach and they just never were able to get those last couple points and the defense just didn't show up in the late in the fourth to keep the game close. But all in all, it was a very entertaining Super Bowl. At least uh so I've been reading from most people are Find it very as a uh, very entertaining game.
0: It was definitely it was definitely kind of nice just being able to sit back and watch a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, not worry.
0: Considering we've been in it since what 2016. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was definitely it was nice to just kick back and watch a football game. Yeah,
1: kind of not really care who wins. Only four punts total in the game too, so it was like entertaining yeah. there. I mean, I love punts. Like, I'm a huge punt guy, but, like, Mm -hmm. Wisniewski had an unbelievable game with two punts totaling 86 yards, one pin inside the 20, and no touchbacks. I mean, it's a pretty good game for a punter right there. Mm. One thing I wanted to mention,
0: you already said it, but Williams, man. Damian Williams. Unbelievable. He was – he made – he made at least three plays where he turned – three or four yards into like 10, 15 plus. I mean, I was – he was making linebackers eat the turf. It was
1: I, – I, I couldn't believe it. I did not
0: know he was that good. Yeah, he I – mean,
1: Yeah. Go ahead. No, like he – like like I was saying earlier, I think he should have an MVP. I mean, some of the moves he was doing were unbelievable. He was yeah. probably their best offensive weapon throughout the entire game. He had over 130 total offensive yards with two TDs. And I don't know, as a running back coming out of the backfield, I think that's a lot more impressive than Mahomes's two TDs, two interceptions, and just south of 300 passing yards. I think Williams really went above and beyond to win them that game.
0: Especially with how good that the D-line and linebackers are
1: on the Niners. Oh, yeah, I I think that's absolutely. What in mind. It's tough to even, like, go on the same side of the field as Bosa. Like, he – He just basically shuts down the side of the field in most games, but, I mean, Williams and the Chiefs just went right at him, and, you know, it looked like the bad 49ers defense had him for the start of the game, but, I mean, the Chiefs showed why they were probably the best team in the NFL this year, and really, they just came back and won another game in this postseason.
0: My last topic before we move on is, I want to ask you at the end of this, but that. Last drive before halftime with the Niners, and they they don't take a timeout when when the Chiefs go to punt, and that that runs the clock down. They could have got the ball at like a minute forty, a minute thirty ish around there, mm-hmm. but they choose not to take their their first timeout. The clock runs all the way down to a minute, and then it looked like they were just gonna run the clock out, and then they get a big run. Then I don't know what happened. I don't know if they got to run another play after that, but then they throw deep to Kittle and a very questionable call I think was made considering it was called no pass interference in the Vikings game where Kyle Rudolph kind of nudged off a corner Mm -hmm. against the Saints and they I saw a tweet today and they showed it like vertically like one on top one on the bottom and it was like the same thing it was the same exact play but my two questions to you is one did you agree with the Niners there? I mean, just kind of their plan was to just waste a minute or a minute forty. And my second question is, did you agree with the call? Because I'm gonna say I did not agree with it. I think it should have been. I should think it should have been left alone. The Niners should have gotten a chance to punch at least get three points before that the half. Uh, so,
1: yeah. so yeah, I'm gonna go with Shanahan's decision to basically try to run out the half. I kind of agreed with his decision there just for the sole purpose of that the Niners got ball to start the second half. And in all reality, if like, let's say it does run down and the chiefs get the ball back any amount of time on the clock is enough time for Mahomes to get a touchdown. So Mm -hmm. I can get there thinking of just, okay, we're just going to try to shorten this game as much as we can and limit opportunities for Mahomes to really play football. And it was more of a conservative, just trying to play it safe play, which I would have been completely fine with to close out a half. And they were closing out a game like that to take overtime, that's a different story. But just to close out the half, I had no issues with that. But about the call, I think really the NFL should be very embarrassed about that call. I think Kittle clearly didn't push off. And I think literally all Kittle did was just put his hand back to create separation, not to – Not to Mm -hmm. extend, not to push him off, just to keep that separation that he has. Like, he basically had his arms uh, pushed out the entire go, like, run down the field. And just the slightest bit of a nudge that knocks him, knocks uh, the guy that was on him off balance. Yeah, they throw the flag there. I mean, come on. Like, you're going to call that, but not call the... Um, Rudolph one where he clearly pushed off with two to get the game-winning touchdown and knock out the Saints again uh, I don't know I just think I think this whole season has just been really like that that call right there basically sums up the refs this entire year they just basically are we're chicken shit to make the actual calls and then when it does come time to make a no call they basically just piss their pants and get it wrong mm-hmm. it's it really is embarrassing, I think the what the refs did this year, and granted it's not an easy job, but I mean like come on, I mean some of these some of these yeah. ones are like let's play football and not just have it be shit like that that may have cost the team a game like
0: my thinking is like if if a corner or or a defense or any defensive player can kind of use their hands on on Offensive players to like stay on them and get a little handsy. I mean, I think they should. The offensive players should be able to as well. Like, uh, granted, that was not even close to him. Like really pushing. I mean, he definitely created separation. I think. I think you got to let that that stuff go. I think it. They got it right on the Rudolph one. I think it definitely should have been a call in, in this game, and. Like you said, I mean, I just think it's, I think it's a the refs a little scared to make a call in a big game like that because they don't they don't want to mess up. But I don't know, something needs to be changed. I think that this whole challenging rule is going to be eliminated soon. I don't think it worked. I mean, every call that was challenged. I mean, I, I don't know the numbers on it, but it seemed like every call that was challenged, it just the play stood. I mean, the NFL is just they're a league. I feel like. Where they're afraid to expose the refs, or you know what I mean, change their change the ruling of what the refs say. And I think that's, I don't know, I just don't agree with that. I think something needs to be changed. I think maybe like a a, a ref up in the the top the top stands at the top level, maybe making a ruling on the call who's in front of a monitor. You know yeah, what I mean? I-
1: i I think there should be when you're reviewing and challenging a ref's decision on the field i think it should only be like there should be another ref that's just basically up there to just say like yeah maybe you missed this one because it really does suck that really just one awful no call last year against the saints has basically ruined this nfl season with now the whole issue like all everyone cares about is pass interference and I mean, in two years, it's going to be another rule that all we—that's all we care about. I mean, two years ago, we were talking about what even like a catch was, and now that rule has kind of gotten a little more clear. But I don't—I just think it's—I just think that was a terrible no call. And but I mean, at the end of the day, the Forty ers were just trying to run out the half originally, so yeah. But. I think I think the NFL definitely needs to fix something with these refs. though. I mean, this just can't be happening every year where it just seems to be like one penalty every year just keeps coming up into question.
0: Was it 10 to 10 at that yeah, point?
1: Yeah, it was 10 to 10 and they were trying to uh, back-to-back runs. I just little just shotgun runs Chiefs call a timeout with 20 seconds left and then Garoppolo starts slinging it a bit uh yeah. gets I think up to midfield and then I actually I got it right in front of me here. Uh he gets up to midfield, then San Francisco calls a timeout with fourteen seconds left and then the call happens and then both teams just agree to yes. deal at the half. Yeah, so
0: they probably would have most likely get three there. Simon. But
1: I mean if yeah they still makes if, if there was no call they would have been on the forty five with a timeout and with two timeouts in the bag and with 14 seconds left on uh, the 45. No, one sec. Uh, sorry. Um, I think they were in uh, – if they catch happened, they would have been, like, well in uh, Chiefs territory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it would have been around the 20. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, right there, 14 seconds. They probably would have burned a timeout there and – I don't know. I'm thinking it's at least three points, and
0: I you get like one or two shots to the yeah. end zone, and then you take your three. But yeah, I think I think definitely blown call. Um, but yeah, we were we were wrong. We'll take our L with this yeah. one. First of many for Mahomes,
1: but uh, let's let's move on. But hey, where where we were wrong? You know who is dead right me with predicting Jenny from the block was going to be the first song J-Lo sings.
0: (laughs) Also, I hit... One of the bets I remembered was the Brave over under five and a half seconds. Demi blew that over. Oh,
1: yeah. But then she also... The anthem anthem was
0: very short. Hit the under this
1: year. Yeah, she zips that anthem.
0: Yeah. But, um... Here we go. So, I... The commercial comes out, <laughs> the, the rumored commercial. Brady went on his Westwood One radio show, his weekly appearance, and said a couple, I think the morning of the Super Bowl, morning of yesterday, and said, yeah, it's a teaser. Fans will, I think fans will enjoy it. And, I mean, it was one of those things where as soon as I saw the back of Brady's head, I mean, I'm like, yo, yo, everyone, shut up, <laughs> shut up. And I'm not gonna lie, like everyone's saying it, my heart completely dropped. It completely dropped. I mean, I'm not here to depict the commercial, but he's such a genius. <laughs> he, he's such a genius. He really is. I mean, he, he, cre- I think he he probably created all these rumors. He probably had people on the side say, "Hey, go go tell people I'm I'm, I'm buying a house here or I'm moving out of here." He Create stir the pot. And then he generates revenue to make his decision. I mean, that's a that's goat that's goat shit right there. That's goat moves.
1: I I mean I no joke laughed out loud when he said Hulu has live more than just live sports. I thought it was probably the funniest thing I've ever heard in my like because I was like sitting edge of my seat like, oh my like what is going on here like because it's Brady you don't really expect him to be on a Hulu commercial like I was just like this is yeah. probably like something like a weird car thing like he like i was he just when he said it i literally, like just grinned and just went It's <laughs> like all right tommy. tommy that was a good one he got he got me there i mean i he's a genius he's a genius and i mean this probably helps us re-signing him i mean saying at the end of the commercial he just said i'm not going anywhere and you yeah. know, also everyone's talking about how he wants thirty million dollars. Well, probably the twenty million dollars Hulu just paid him to do that one commercial. Maybe uh maybe we'll he'll take another discount to be a pat again.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I think it was Rappaport tweeted, he said Pats are willing to offer thirty, maybe two two and sixty. But he Rappaport also mentioned that Brady wants more money spent on weapons. So yeah, I mean I think I mean, you saw the commercial. He's he's in Gillette. I mean, he already ruled out retirement after the Titans game, so I don't think he meant retirement in that. I I think, I think he, you can kind of conclude that he meant he's staying here. Yeah,
1: no, and he. I think it means he's gonna stay here as well. I love it because, I love it because all
0: these all these Patriot haters were so happy to just watch a game without the Pats and. Somehow, some way, Brady still <laughs> makes it about the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Keep in mind, they're honoring Belichick and Brady and Gronk before the game. I mean, I just loved it. I loved all every part of it. I think it was, I think it was funny, and it was, it, it was just a genius move. I mean, that's that's really all you can say. Yeah, I'd... I don't think any player has has kind of used his his uh, free agent decision. In terms of like generating revenue off it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I love
1: I, I loved it too. I mean, if you're not going to be in the game, at least you know people like were hyped. You know, this is the first year in a while it's not going to be Brady. And I mean, even like uh, I was looking up something. The last Super Bowl where Brady wasn't involved at all was Super Bowl forty-eight because mm-hmm. he was in forty-nine. 50, they had a uh, every Super Bowl MVP get honored in a pregame ceremony, so yep. he gets honored there. Then he we go we play in 51, 52, and 53, right? Yeah, and this one was yep. yeah. And then this year they did the honoring the 100 team, and so I just think it's hysterical that Brady, some way or another, has been involved in the past five Super Bowls, and even if he's not in the game, it's still about him, and I just think. I just mm-hmm. think that's awesome. Like, I mean, you know, let your nuts drag a little bit there, Tommy. I love it. He's the GOAT? Yeah, he's, he's the GOAT. I love him.
0: <sighs> All right. Um. So we'll keep this kind of revolving around Brady. Jimmy Garoppolo comes on the field, kind of going back into the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo goes back on the field with a little over two minutes, and everyone's thinking, let's see, let's see what – Let's see what Belichick and Brady taught this guy. Let's see if he's got it in him. And he falls short. He misses a potential game-winning throw to Emmanuel Sanders. Yes, he was double-covered, but he had at least a step on the on the two guys. And Garoppolo missed them by like five yards. I, I mean, as soon as Garoppolo let the ball go, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go. This is it." And I thought it would be. A, I thought it'd at least be the catch. I didn't know if he'd score. But he missed them by so much, and that really was like the decider. Because then he gets to fourth and ten, and they didn't even get a playoff there. I mean, it was it was probably a delay of game that the refs missed, and then <laughs> he gets he, he's running around the pocket and can't even make a throw. I mean, that was pretty ugly.
1: Yeah, now it's he he just didn't come up. He just came up short. It's just, yeah, there's no two ways of looking at it. He, he played great. The game, I thought throughout, I thought he did exactly what the 49ers needed him to do to keep them in the position to win. But when it was asked of him to be like, Hey, like, listen, you got to go out here. You got to see why we traded for you, gave you all this money. And he just came up short. And granted, I mean, not to blame Garoppolo. I mean, that's no easy task to go out and try to just sling the ball around and win a Super Bowl and beat arguably the best quarterback in the league on the other side. But Mm -hmm. he just, yeah, he just didn't have enough, enough juice in him to, to pull it out, but we'll see. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. And I think he definitely had himself an unbelievable season this year and and i expect more good things out of him for the rest of his career. i think we're all everyone in new england at least we're all rooting for him as well to just succeed.
0: i don't want to hear anything about i i hate hearing this stuff like oh the patriots were right about trading him blah 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 it's like that's not what this is. you know what i mean? like like you said he he's shown he's a good quarterback but like that that's just not I don't know. It's just it just kind of ticks me off when people say that, because I mean, we traded him because we weren't just gonna let him wither away on this on the bench. I mean, he's already, he's twenty eight and he's been a starting
1: quarterback for what? Two years. He he started twenty six games out of his his career and yeah so he's 28 yeah he got hurt last year too people forget about that he yeah playing off and tore ACL three games in last year
0: but still that's what I mean like what were the Patriots supposed to do just keep him and when he when he's 32 then you bring him in as your starter like that's just not really fair to the player or the team because the Patriots cashed in on assets there it wasn't about break it wasn't about I don't know I just hate it I hated how the People are saying the Patriots were right and stuff like that.
1: Like, if anything, this shows that we were right for having the knowledge we did to draft a smart quarterback like Garoppolo not so early in the draft. I mean, what round did we get him? And I got his stats up second, right here. I think second third. Uh, sorry, Yeah, second round, last pick in the second or second to last pick in the second round. That's where we get him. Uh, so basically, a yeah. third round pick and. He turns out to be a guy that just is clearly a good quarterback. He's, In all reality, he's just like Brady. He doesn't do anything flashy that makes you, like, poop your pants when you're watching him like Mahomes and (laughs) Lamar do. He just goes out there. He's a gunslinger. He throws the ball around, and he knows how to win football games. And he clearly won 13 of them this year, and, you know, he came up huge in the playoffs twice as he – Everyone talks about how, like, oh, he barely threw the ball against the Packers. Well, because you didn't need to throw the ball. Like, if if you don't have to throw the ball, the higher percentage play is to run it. It's also a safer play Mm -hmm. to run the football. And people are giving him shit about that. I mean, I just think that's garbage. Like, the guy clearly has talent. And he's, like, it's not about us winning a trade because, granted, if we didn't trade him he's just gonna walk and go to another team why would he want to be a backup yeah. for brady his whole career like
0: exactly i
1: don't know i just thought I, we cashed out what we could get for him and i i'm basically both i it was basically a perfect trade for both teams benefited from exactly him. um and also i'm looking at the stats right now his age 28 year old season and brady's and I mean, they're basically the same. Brady barely had more yards. Garoppolo threw more TDs. And Garoppolo threw less interceptions. And Brady's team lost in the divisional round and Garoppolo's team lost in the playoffs. So, I mean, if you're looking at it like that, through age 28, just about in the stats, I mean, Garoppolo's got the talent to really probably be a force to watch for the, the next several years. Um, my last no,
0: my last thing is this this Kyle Shanahan, two blown leads in a Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to be the first to defend him because one being – I think the 49ers were not even projected to be even close to where they finished this year. I mean, this was a team that came off what? How many wins did they have last year? Three? Right. Three and 13? Yep. I think that they were not – Of course they weren't projected to go to the Super Bowl off a 3-13 season. They made some great moves. They added some key defenders that transformed their defense. And say what you want about him. I I still think Kyle Shannon's a genius. He he really is. But um, unlucky enough for him, he has to go up against the clutchest player of all time and maybe the most skilled player of all time. And Brady, and then Mahomes, and I think, yeah, I mean, there's really no excuse to be blowing a 25-point lead in a Super Bowl. But, like I said, it's Tom Brady, and then his second is against Mahomes. Like I just said, can make any, any what throw, any what run. I mean, he's just a superstar. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a legend at the end of the day. And, I mean, yes, you mismanage it, you miss, you really do. I mean it. Their their offense just stalled out when when they needed they needed just any what points even the even field goals and they just were three and outs three and outs in that that fourth quarter and they just hand the ball back over to the Chiefs and they took off and you blow a ten point lead but I'm I'm defending Chenan here
1: yeah I think um, I think he's gonna get a lot of shit um, but I'm agreeing with you I think. I'll probably defend him a little bit here. I think he he kinda was asked to do almost an impossible task with trying to go beat the Pats and then beat the uh Chiefs in the two Super Bowls he's coached in and granted, I mean, Brady came in clutch and he's never gonna outlive the twenty eight to three, but This one was a little different case. I mean, it was a 10-point – you blew a 10-point lead, but a 10-point lead to the Chiefs is essentially like the game's tied. Like, if you're only up – Keep in mind the Chiefs have come back in
0: every playoff game. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Like, if you you have a lead against – you only have a 10-point lead against the Chiefs, you, like, need more points. Like, it's just that simple. No matter how much time's left on the clock, it's – it's literally just, it's Patrick Mahomes and we can't speak about him enough. He's probably the most talented quarterback in the NFL. And I just, I think he just has given a very hard task to try and go in and beat the chiefs. And yeah, he, blew the leads <laughs> and he didn't manage the clock well. And I think that's just probably the one blemish of his career is that he's just not a good clock manager. And he really doesn't know the off what offensive plays to run and when when He's literally sitting on a lead and just doesn't know when to actually just run the ball. But, I don't know, I think he'll be back. I think he's clearly a very talented head coach. And, I mean, people are saying the same stuff about Ed Reed and now look at him, so.
0: Yeah. j Shakira.
1: Hell yeah. That, that was <laughs> fucking awesome. I'll tell you that right now. I loved it. That was one of the better – Like, after, like, yeah, I was sitting next to my girlfriend watching, and even she she was just, like, if, she was just, like, oh, wow. I'm, like... "Put you in an awkward spot there. (laughs) No, because even she turns to me, and she just goes, man, that's, that's hot. And I'm, like, yeah. Yeah. I was, like, yeah, it's pretty
0: pretty hot. My one thing is, my heart goes out to A-Rod. Oh, my God. He's
1: just sitting there, watching it happen. Every
0: every male in the world is like what mouths are watering over his wife that's a that's a tough spot that's a tough spot to be in
1: <laughs> it yeah yeah i feel i felt bad wow, off to him. when she did like Hat, the little that's off to him when she did like the little grinding thing on that uh spanish rapper i was like oh yeah hey, get on stage right now yeah. man and beat him up but it was a awesome halftime show i i loved it
0: I like the approach with like the like Demi and those two like Latinas like in Miami. That was cool. I don't know. Yeah, I I wasn't really expecting much of it,
1: so, and that's why I think I liked it so much.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that was a week ago halftime show.
1: Yeah, I, I usually just zone out during the halftime show. Like last year, mm. like I mean, last year sucked. Yeah, last year's was uh, Maroon Five and um, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott, and you know it wasn't really the best. Yeah the best one but i mean i can't this is probably one of the better ones i like, can remember because usually i just zone Isn't out there play in it last year i cold was super bowl 50 right uh, i, I they know. literally all blend together but this one's probably just going to stand out i mean not even because like both girls are both very attractive like they just killed it like it was like awesome performance all around like they both just really tore it up and you know it's I mean, it's just Miami. My only gripe is no pitbull, and yeah, it's the Super Bowl is in three hundred five. Mister three hundred five is not even there. Like, yeah, Team JLo or Team Shakira? Team Shakira, easily. I've always been oh, dude. people. People that That's know lame. people that know me know that I've always loved Shakira. Those tips do not lie. I love Shakira. <laughs> she is the best. JLo all the way my my girl is 50 bro 50 listen talk to me when when jlo gets um acquitted for 20 million dollars in tax fraud cuz that's what's going on with Shakira right now and she might go to jail so <laughs> i'm very i'm oh um, team shakira all the way it's <laughs> listen she's married to Peke, the defender for barcelona and you know it's if you is know anything really yeah they oh they are and not to come off like a little, you know, on the other side here, I like girls, but man, that guy's attractive. That guy is a good-looking guy. Very good-looking couple. But
0: I did not know that. Yeah,
1: no, they're uh, they're married. They have two kids, I think. And you know, that's mm. just the one thing all European soccer players do. It's just they hate paying taxes, and apparently translated over to Shakira, so. <laughs> All right, man, we,
0: we're, we're at the we're at 33 minutes. You got some picks? Uh,
1: Yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> um, All right, you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, I'm about F5, so right. tomorrow night, Islanders-Stars. I take the Islanders-Puck line. Islanders are playing at home against the Stars. Um, it's kind of a must-win game for the Islanders to try to keep climbing in the Metropolitan. Um, next two – uh, are both hockey, hockey as well. Um, Canadians at New Jersey take New Jersey money line. New Jersey's the underdogs, but I really just don't trust the Canadians this year. And the Devils are – sorry, uh, beer burp right there. Um, Canadians are just trying to – I think it's both teams stuck in mediocrity, and I'm going to go with the home team and the team with a lot more youth and, you know, just a little bit of fire with New Jersey – and then Oilers, Coyotes. Uh, Coyotes really need the win here as they're in the last wild card spot out west. Um, and Edmonton just came off the battle of Alberta and they're awesome ten- That was an unbelievable game. Goalie fights are back. Um, but I just think Edmonton really blew their gasket last game. And I basically, you know, their energy is just down going into this one. I mean, they, go from playing their most hated rival and probably one of the best games all year in the NHL, and now they travel to Phoenix, Arizona and (laughs) try to beat the Coyotes, So or Tempe. I I forget where the Coyotes play. So I'm going to take the Coyotes over the Oilers. And then this Saturday, the D.C. Defenders are playing the Seattle Dragons. Yes, folks, that's right. The XFL is back. Take the Defenders minus seven. They're at home. It's the kickoff game for the XFL. And uh, you know, I'm just running DC all year and they're my team for this. Don't know why, but you know, they're just they're the defenders. And lastly, on the twenty first, it's a Friday. Um, it's the uh the tournament we've all been waiting for. And it's the Prague International Masters chess tournament. And if I were you, I would take <laughs> Wii Ye of China to bring it home at uh, plus 500. <laughs> and if you don't like the Chinaman, uh, Samuel uh, Shackland, uh, the American in the tournament, he's uh, plus 2,000. So you know it should be a good tourney.
0: Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. How the fuck do you say that without laughing <laughs>
1: Uh it's because cause I'm serious about my money, Matt, and you know I just I um I like finding the finding these these nice little nice little chess bets. I mean it's a really predictable sport,
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'm breaking out the popcorn
1: watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I'm I'll be tweeting tweeting it live. I mean I don't know what time Prague is compared to here, but I mean I'll be edge of my seat of action. You know, uh, you know, people oh my really my thought god. chess took a took a dip after Bobby Fischer died, but I really think the sports getting rejuvenated right now.
0: Dude, oh my god! All right, All right my picks. <laughs> Give me a sec, bro. Oh my god! Woo. All right, Bruins money line tomorrow. Gets the Canucks. They're rolling again. They needed that, it seemed like, what, what month and a half long all-star break. But, yeah, they're finally back. They're rolling again. Playing the Canucks in Boston. Take them. They're hot. Uh, also tomorrow night, Bucks Pelicans. Take the Pelicans plus six. I don't know. I just, I just like it. I like Zion. I think they're going to come up big. But who knows? Because... Pelicans are still pretty poop, but go with my gut here. Go with the Pelicans. Yeah go with, yeah, go with
1: your balls tell you to do man.
0: All right, and then also tomorrow night, I picked a Rhode Island game the other day. Against, I think it was TCU. And Such won. a lock.
1: Such a lock. Yep. That was a good, yep. good take there.
0: Um, they're playing UMass tomorrow night. They're minus 16 and a half, and if I know one thing – I know that UMass sports are just terrible. I mean, who knows? They might oh. have a good basketball. Team.
1: Oh, UMass but, um, hockey national champion, runner-ups. Last okay, yeah, year. yeah, yeah you yeah, watch yeah, your yeah. tongue. No, no, no. Yeah,
0: you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. All right. I phrased that wrong. No, they suck the at football. They
1: suck at football and basketball. Brousseau. Yeah. No. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> Take URI. I don't care about the spread. It's a lot of points, but who cares. Um. Another game. Another college basketball game tomorrow night. Duke at BC, Duke at BC. Yep. Um, Duke's minus fifteen and a half. Take BC. I, I like the hometown boys. You know, people sleep. I could. I don't know a thing about them, but I'm just going with my gut. And my last bet is a futures. Take the Patriots Super Bowl odds right mm, now. Yep. 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 Take them right now while you still can. Ravens, and I think the Chiefs are the favorites, and then the Ravens, and then I don't know where the paths stand. I have not really looked, but I'm sure they're at least like third, fourth, fifth around there. Absolutely. Good odds, take them while you can when they start rolling next year. And they they become the favorite. You're gonna you're gonna wish you took them. You're gonna wish you
1: took them right now at this moment. So if you're listening, that got them hit. right here. They're the fifth favorite behind Chiefs, Ravens, Perfect. 49ers, and Saints at plus fourteen hundred. Perf! Oh my God! Oh
0: my! You're stupid if you don't. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm honestly gonna go to Twin River tomorrow. I really am. I really am.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna put fifty on it. No, that's really it. Those are my picks. So yeah, we're we're back on our shit, guys. We're 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 rolling through episodes.
1: Yeah, we're actually I mean, we're zipping them out
0: now. <laughs> yeah. We were wrong about the Super Bowl, but hey. You win some, you lose some. Uh,
1: one last thing, just because uh, talking a little golf here, just because my uh, buddy from home, Anderson, uh, he listens to the show almost regularly. Uh, wanted to chime in, he wanted yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, he like says he like listens like a good amount, so good, yeah. He, um, yeah, so I was touching upon it, I said I would. Um, Webb Simpson, uh, won the Waste Management Open, which is if you don't know golf, it's basically probably the coolest tournament. It's the one with, like, the stadium seating on that par three where basically people just go get shit-faced. It's uh, right outside Arizona State, I want to say. So it's a uh, wicked good time. But uh, so Webb Simpson beat Tony Few in a uh, playoff, and it was probably one of the coolest tournaments as Simpson needed uh, Birdie Birdie at the end to force a playoff, and he got it. But Few had a uh, putt to win the tournament, and he missed it by, like, just a pubic hair. And so
0: <laughs> it was an
1: unbelievable end to the tournament. And, you know, this are, this are these are the tournaments where if you're going to start betting and looking at the Masters, these are kind of the guys that you want to see playing good right now as the Masters just two months away. But, you know, Webb Simpson, Tony Few, and Justin Thomas, and Bubba Watson really stood out to me this tournament as guys – they're really on the top of their game right now, and if you see good odds for them come uh, Masters time, I wouldn't be afraid to put money on them.
0: Perfect. All right, wrapping up. Um, Chiefs roll. They're your Super Bowl champs. Hats off to Mahomes and the boys. Tom Brady, goat move. Freaking Mahomes, his girlfriend and brother. Kyle Shanahan, sorry brother, can't win. Um, JLo, Shakira, blew us away. Bet on your chest. And, yeah, we like golf. (laughs) That'll do it from us in episode six. We'll see you in a few days. Peace out. Peace.